Okay, so we've got a um, special guest star in the studio with us, Rebecca Bowen. Thank you for coming out. Ah, thank you for asking me to come talk with you guys. I'm excited. We are too. It's um, we've been trying to get our guess our schedules to line up, but you're a busy, busy gal. <laughs> I'm definitely a busy woman right now. <laughs> Tell you back and forth. Yep. To Nashville from South Carolina, working on a lot of music and stuff. So okay, very busy. Yeah, well, we're happy that you made time for us to come out here. Um, I guess we'll just kind of like ask you a few questions about you, and just okay. like what you're up to. Is that yeah, okay? Sure. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> um, I saw you just announced Bentley pontoon boats. Yes, I just started. Okay. Um, I did. They have a new ad campaign that um, they're doing, and I was asked to model for their uh, campaign. So I was excited about that. That was really a lot of fun, and of course, it was local, so it was wonderful. I got to go on Lake Murray and just do the pictures out there. So that was awesome. Okay. Is that going to be like a one-time thing or is it going to be like kind of just, are they I'm not ads? sure right okay. now, you know, um, with everything going on right now, I'm, like I said, I'm going back and forth from South Carolina, Nashville. My music comes out at the end of September. Um, you know, I'm meeting with stylists and oh my gosh, hair and makeup people. And I mean, just photographers, it's a little overwhelming to be honest. We're fixing to do my music video and, um, Honestly, I don't even know how all this happened. It just, <laughs> you know, just I, I guess uh, it was my time and, you know. Things it's kind of like one of those things like you just blink and all of a sudden I you're know, like, whoa. It's just like, whoa, how, how, did, how did I even get here? You know, and I think it came a lot from I became Miss Bikini Fitness a year ago and that opened up tons of doors for me. And, you know, um, my Instagram followers grew and, you know, I got the attention of a lot of different people in the industry, in the music industry. And, uh. So that's where I'm at now. Can't wait for my music to come out. Okay. Excited. Okay. I remember um you took Stephanie out to was in Nashville for the Budweiser yeah. stuff. Okay, so I am great friends with your mother in law. Yes. I love her to death. And we we have been friends. Oh my gosh. I can't I don't even know how long. It's been years. I met her years ago. Uh she did my hair for the Miss South Carolina America pageant. And I actually won. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she she fixed me up very beautiful for that. And I was so grateful to have her as a friend still. And like today, she still she went with me to Nashville. I think it was about a year ago. We went to the CMA festival there. And I was the Budweiser girl. And she came there and did my hair and makeup and everything for the week that I was there. And I like I appreciate her so much. I love her to death. She is awesome. Okay. She really is. Yeah, it seemed like so y'all had lucky a... to have mother. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> like, all about who you know, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love her so much. How was how was Nashville? I've never been up there, and I'm just like one of my bucket lists to get up there. Okay, and actually have... I absolutely love Nashville, but I was sworn to secrecy about when Stephanie goes with me to Nashville. Okay, <laughs> okay. She said what happens in Nashville stays in Nashville, so I won't be discussing our trips. <laughs> okay, but um, Nashville is amazing. You know, uh, you have Music Row and you have Broadway, and it's so um, lively, and there's so many musicians and singers. Um, it is just the capital of talent, you know, so yeah. many talented people that it's almost, it really is intimidating because pretty much everybody that's there, you know, are, they're working on record deals, working in the studio, they're, uh, you know, performing and just, it's just the talent is like, not like anything I've ever seen before. Everybody is just amazing and beautiful. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay. But it's an awesome town to go to, you know, if you are really into country music and, you know, I like it because, you know, I love country music and 
they have a bunch of boot shops and stuff. And I'm addicted to boots. I don't know if you've seen my Instagram. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's always yeah. always it, cowboy it, boots are making yeah, an appearance. And there's yeah. always a different <laughs> pair of boots. Yeah. You should see my <laughs> closet. It's ridiculous. So I love just going down Broadway. There's all these boot shops down Broadway alongside these um, venues where people perform and Okay. It gets me in trouble because I can't. I, I, told, <laughs> I told somebody I need to stay six feet away from my debit card <laughs> the other day. <laughs> my my wife would say I'm the same way with my debit card, here, yeah. especially during quarantine. Oh my gosh, yeah. quarantine <laughs> was terrible because we weren't able to do anything but spend money. <laughs> yeah, that's all you could do. Just be browsing Amazon I nonstop. Got lucky, though, yeah. because because of the quarantine, everything kind of slowed down. And I was able to co-write with a lot of people in Nashville. We would just Skype and write. And uh, it actually worked out great for me um, because we were able to get things together for now, now that we're able to record. So we have all this music behind us and stuff. And so even though, I mean, there was bad things about the quarantine, but it really was good for a little, pretty good for the music industry because everything kind of settled down and you were able to write. And people were writing music like crazy when we usually were so busy, we don't have time to do that. So. Yeah, I think I heard like um, Eric Church's new album he's about to release. Mm-hmm. He spent 28 days in a cabin and record 28 songs in 28 days yeah. during quarantine. That's wild. They said in Nashville, like 1,500 songs a week were being you know, yeah, I've heard of everybody's just been working yeah. hard. <laughs> <laughs> they had nothing, had nothing else to do. Nothing else to do. We just write, 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 write. <laughs> now, um, when you were at the CMA, did you make any connections that like are going into your music career now, or is like well, this already in the works before that? Well, I've been singing since I was five years old, and when I was five, I traveled actually with a gospel group called the Crusaders, and um, that opened up a lot of doors for me. And you know, my nickname is Country Barbie. Uh, and that has followed me around for years. Oh my goodness. But, um, the reason I got that nickname is because as like a five-year-old girl, I started traveling and singing and I did pageants and things. And, but I also had this diverse background where I would hunt and fish with, you know, I would go fishing with my grandfather. And then later on in years, I started hunting. So I love the outdoors and because of, you know, me being in the outdoors all the time, but also looking like a Southern belle because of the pageants and everything. I just picked up that country Barbie nickname. And so over the years that has, is, you know, just opened up so many doors and in music, I was, you know, I started traveling. I went to New York um, for a while. I was in shows there, actually a show that Britney Spears was in. We both were in the show Ruthless and um, I made a lot of connections over the years. And then I started, doing like opening acts for big artists one one of them was um the country artist alabama and so i got to open up for them for like a hundred thousand people it was just amazing i don't think many people have heard of alabama i just thought it was funny the way you're like the country artist alabama was like yeah we know that i'm gonna tell you that that was the most exciting you know and i was only gosh i was only like 18 years old you've got to have nerves of steel to do that i would have been so panicked let me tell you so we pull up at um, it actually was a big festival in Alabama and Alabama was the headliners. So we pull up in this tour bus and these guys are there and I'm like, um, you know, they're dressed in all black and everything. I'm like, who are you? Like, well, we're going to be following you around today. We are part of the bomb squad and <laughs> the FBI or whatever. It was like some kind of crazy thing. Like we're your bodyguards. Yeah. Like, Why do I need bodyguards? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm, singing. I'm, I'm just singing. <laughs> I didn't think anything. And so they take me up to the stage and oh my gosh, I'm st- it's still like, it was not hitting me, you know, like, like the op- this opportunity was not really hitting me, like how big it was, I guess, because I was so young. And so back then I had a band called Becca and the boys 
And so, you know, it was time for us to go on right before Alabama, walk on stage. And I didn't see that there were 100,000 people there, I, you know, because I was backstage the whole time. But the lights like went from being on us to flipping out to the audience. And dude, I thought I was going to pass out right then. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, there's people like everywhere. <laughs> I mean, it was a sea of people. And I literally, I remember being so stunned. I was like, uh, uh, like I can't even sing, <laughs> you know, and the bass player was like, you got to sing. <laughs> but I'll never forget that. But in that moment, I knew I was like, this is what I want to do. This is just amazing. That was like my moment that I knew that music was something I wanted to pursue for the rest of my life. It just, uh, music is very powerful. It can make you feel different things, you know, oh, yeah. it can take you back to when you were 16, you just started dating, or it can take you back to the, a divorce, you know, yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. you know, music is powerful <laughs> and especially country music. But in that moment, that's when I realized this is, this is what I want to do. And I always, I just kept pursuing my dream and I never gave up. There were times when I um, I took breaks, you know, because I went through some major things in my life. And your mom was there for me for all that. So I thank her for that. But I did go some through some major, major hurdles. And um, but I never gave up. And I'm a single mom. And that's what I always taught my children is no matter what, don't give up on your dreams. If you love something and even if other people don't believe in you, because you will have haters and you will have people that do not believe in you and be like, why are you doing this? Like, when are you ever going to stop? Why don't you just settle down and have a nine to five job? Yeah. You know what it's I mean? kind of like, what did I ever do to you? Why, yeah, why, yeah. You know, you will get a lot of people's opinions on the way you look, the way you dress, the way you act, you know, anything. But um, you always have to stay true to who you are. And that's what I've always told them is hold on to your dreams and stay true to who you are, you know. Um, I'm definitely kind of different. You know, I get judged a lot because like people do call me country Barbie. I love cowboy boots. I, you know, I'm just a country girl. I love being that country girl. And um, some people don't understand why, I, you know, I like cowboy boots so much. But, you know, that's who I am. You know, I was raised, you know, in the country pretty much because I went down there with my grandfather all the time. And, you know, we wore boots. That, you know, so. But, um, but yeah, I, mean, I guess my point is, you know, no matter what, uh, with the haters and everything, you always just hold on to those dreams. And I always held on and it's finally paying off. I mean, years of holding on and open doors and then closed doors. And then finally, you know, I just felt like God said, you know what, it's your time now. And everything has just opened up for me. And I'm just so grateful. And I'm trying to take in every bit of this opportunity. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Just yeah. You know. like just kind of absorb everything, you know, and just like, wow, oh my gosh, this is really happening. The payoff's gotta feel like miraculous at this point though. Like yeah, you feel yeah. like you're so accomplished that you're kind of like at this point now. Yes, because like, you know, yesterday I had a meeting with um one of the top photographers in Nashville and you know, he's pretty much over there taking pictures of Keith Urban and Carrie Underwood and you know, all these huge <laughs> people. And I'm like, um <laughs> Wow, you know, yeah. this is just crazy, but you're going to take my picture. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's surreal. It's surreal because I'm like, you know, uh, I don't know. I've just, I just, I don't even know how this happened, but like it does, it's surreal when you start talking to people that you've admired for a very long time, but then now you're working with them. It's, yeah. it's very crazy. Yeah. Where, I, where was the moment when you like realized that? you're there now like you're making that jump and you're you're back onto your career of singing and, and you know what happened was um i i met jimmy allen through one of our producers years ago 
when I was on the um, country music, I mean, the, excuse me, the gospel, what is it? I can't even think right now. It's the, um, the gospel music awards in Nashville. And we had the same producer and I met Jimmy through that producer. Well, after years of not really uh, uh, continuing to pursue it, but still singing a little bit here and there, I was more pursuing the modeling because I was Miss Bikini Fitness. Jimmy comes in town and asks me to sing with him in concert. And I was like, oh my gosh, okay. So he picks this like really hard song for me to sing. And it was um, from A Star Is Born, the Lady Gaga song. She sings Shallows. I was like, why did you have to pick something so hard? <laughs> so what, what makes that song difficult? Because somebody, me, is not like musically it's inclined very on that. High, it's like it has a high range. Okay, that's you know, what it is. Just have, the very... Yeah, you have to have a high range okay. too. But I do have a high range. But it's still, you know, you're singing a Lady Gaga song. You want to sound good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So anyways, he asked me to sing. And it had been a long time since I had... Um, really sang in concert like that and so when i walked on that stage i was like oh gosh i, I just caught the bug again like you know it you yeah. know it's, it's always there but in the minute i got on stage it's like oh geez here it goes again like i again i felt that moment i cannot give up on my dreams like even though life happened this right here made me know that i have to continue to pursue it and that's the moment you know recently that i knew it was time to start to really, to really pursue i had a lot of connections in nashville from over the years and um so i just started making phone calls and getting those connections through the quarantine and um that producer that jimmy and i had known for a while had been asking to work with me and so um he kept blowing my phone up <laughs> you know and so i said you know what let's just go ahead and um now we you know now like i said i have music about to come out and everything it was all about um really like i said it was just the right time but i needed to be reminded i needed to be reminded that that's what i wanted to do yeah, I yeah. Knew it, and that was my biggest reminder how much traveling to nashville are you having to do a lot because like you said you're going next week it's a it? lot but because i'm a single mom i schedule it around when i do not have my kids so yeah. i never miss any time with my children that's very important to me my pri my first priority regardless of anything or my girls. And so, um, I travel a lot in Nashville, but it's when I don't have them sometimes now, if they want to go with me, I'll go, you know, I'll say, if you want to go with me, I'll take you. And they love traveling. Oh my gosh. So, <laughs> you know, they got to go to Miami with me to do Miss Bikini and, um, they've been all over the place with me. They love it. But like I said, they're my first priority. So I try to schedule everything around when, you know, what suits them or if, you know, I don't have them. We just, me and my oldest daughter just went to Kentucky and did a music video for, uh, I did a music video for this guy and it was so exciting. And he was just, you know, she, my daughter's like, what in the world? I cannot believe that. Like, she's like, mom, I feel like we went from, uh, I guess like, you know, in the Bible with Joseph, she's like, I feel like we went from the pit to the palace, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she said, this is nuts. You know, like, you know, she's seeing how things are progressing and um she's catching on she's, she's like things are on. moving and yeah. my youngest daughter's like oh my god mom i think you might make it you know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's gonna be like so exciting for them too though it's, and, but you know they've oh, yeah. seen like she said we went from the pit to the palace because she's seen all the work she's yeah. seen all the blood sweat and tears oh yeah over the years and when i wanted to give up and i'm like, i can't do this anymore maybe i should just quit singing and maybe you know i'm a personal trainer too so i just have so much stuff i'm doing but what it is, I feel like when God gives you a talent, he puts in your heart, 
uh, it's always going to be there. You can fight it as much as you want to. <laughs> it's it's going to come out though, one way or another. It's, yeah, it's going to make can, appearance. You can fight yeah. it all you want to, but it's there, and yeah. it's going to gnaw at you and gnaw at you until you reach your purpose. And I know that my purpose is to show young girls that you know just be who you are and be happy, and don't let other people influence you. The world influence you on how you should be. You know, uh, when I was Miss Bikini, of course. I was asked to do things that I didn't want to do for is, um, but it's not from Miss Bikini. It's like people saw that I was Miss Bikini Fitness and, you know, photographers would contact me and like, oh, we could get you in Playboy. We could do these things. And I'd be like, absolutely not. That's not what I want to do. Yeah. yeah. You know, and um, that's just not who I am. So I stayed true to who I was. Could that have made me famous? Yes, it could have. But I'm not going to be famous for doing what the world does i you know i yeah yeah i'm going to if i ever got famous or it's going to be for still staying true to who i am because like i am so grateful for miss bikini they're just they they really have made a huge difference in my life and they opened up some doors for some major awesome photographers and um those photographers were wonderful and they never asked me to do anything like that but i'm talking about other people will reach yeah, out yeah. to you you know yeah. but um no, you just have to stay true to who you are and you say no. You learn to say no. This is what this is what I will do. This is what I won't do. And if you don't like it, I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Kudos to you though. For, yeah, that's I hard. mean, you control your brand and that's yeah, absolutely. you know what you wanted to set. And that's that's awesome for sticking to your guns. So yeah, absolutely. And that's also like a great, great like example of like how you should handle yourself to your daughters, like you said, that you're yeah. trying to set forward. Yeah, I mean, like, you want to be a role model. Yeah. And then there's a lot of kids that um it's funny that I've, I didn't really know how many children looked up to me. And I started getting contacted by men who hunt and fish and stuff. And they're like, thank you so much for um, showing your love for the outdoors, but also um, your Southern Bell side, because this makes my daughter feel like it's okay to go hunting with me. And um, thank you so much for, I mean, like the one, most wonderful emails and messages from people. And that's when I knew I'm like, gosh, you know, while I was trying to just set the example for my daughters and be a role model, really I was being a role model for other little girls who want to, you know, want to go hunting with their dad. To know, yeah. You know what? It's okay. Just because if other people say, you know, hunting is not for girls, they felt okay because you know what? Country Barbie does it and it's okay. And she's happy doing it. You know? So, yeah. Yeah. That's so awesome. Thank you. That is so awesome. You, think, are your daughters into hunting as much as you are? Or? My, my youngest <laughs> daughter is a fisher, I won't say fisherman, no, fisherwoman, I guess. I don't know. This. She fishes like crazy. She was in a little magazine too because she caught a catfish like the size of her. But they're very outdoors. <laughs> how did she even children. pull that in? Yeah. And you know, she caught that on a cane pole. I don't even know how she did that. But <laughs> That's I just came, magic. Yeah, <laughs> a cane pole and a worm. I'm like, she, like, she, I have to say sometimes I think she's fishes like outfishes me yeah my other daughter is very interested in hunting and it's something that she wants to start doing this year um she's she loves mud riding and four-wheeling and all that stuff so they really have that outdoors background too definitely so, but my oldest is dying to go hunting so that's why i took her to whitetail heaven which is this huge trophy hunting place um that uh in kentucky and i took her there to scout out places to hunt and things like that to let her get the feel of what it would be like to be in the stands and walk on the property and, you know, wearing the snake boots and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> She's just like, wow, mom, there's so much that goes into hunting that she didn't realize, you know, other than 
just going to sit and stand and waiting for a deer to walk out. It's not, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that doesn't work. It, I mean, it, it's, it's like 99% work and like 1% payoff. It is, yeah. It's yeah. like, you're just waiting 90% of the time. Like, yeah. please, please yeah. come out. <laughs> so it takes patience, but, um, that's a life lesson too, you know, patience. Uh, oh yeah. You no, know, you know, you sit there and get that patience. It's just like waiting with everything that you're doing to bring success. You have to have patience. Yeah, you can't, you can't have that need for instant gratification. No. You got to put the work in. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. How's, um, how's been quarantine been treating you? Like if, with your daughters, have you like gotten aggravated in some days? Like, I don't care what you do, just get out of the house. Or is it like, <laughs> no, has it been, been great? it's been great. Actually, <laughs> it really has been like the total opposite. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, we're out there, you know, just spending time together. We, you know, I live near the lake. So, oh my gosh. I mean, I hate to say it, but during quarantine, after we would do their homework and everything, their schoolwork, we would just go to the lake and hang out and fish and lay out. Hey, I, mean, I can't be mad at it. My daughter was like, man, I wish quarantine would come back. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we would have picnics and stuff. So I, I'm not even going to lie. I think um, it actually helped me appreciate everything that like take the time to slow down and appreciate everything and yeah. just take the time, like appreciate the time I have my children and um, just making memories. Cause I think we were all were in such a rush before. Definitely. That we yeah. Even like we were just going through the motions of life. Like we were not enjoying it. So I think quarantine was actually good for a lot of people. Even it was bad, but it was good for a lot of people too. Yeah. Cause you, you know? kind of, like you said, it make, kind of opened your eyes up a little bit more. You realize that other things were passing you by. Yeah, and quarantine like why, you know, you're focus sitting there thinking, things. why am I stressing about all this small stuff when all this big thing, these bigger things are happening in the yeah. world? And uh, yeah, it just takes, lets you take a lot of things. And you know, yeah. So I know you're focusing on the singing, songwriting, and and that part of your career. What about the modeling though? Are you are you moving away from the modeling? Are we still going to try away and from the modeling yeah. because you know music is. Um, Obviously, your passion. Yeah. Yeah, music is my passion. That's the legacy that I want to leave. Is my music. And I've always said that from a child, you know, I want to leave my music to people. That is my legacy. Um, and so I'm just going to focus on that for a while. I'll do modeling here and there, but for the next year or so, I'm just going to really dive in and focus on that. And I will still continue to do things for Miss Bikini, but I just, you know, I'm excited about this. This is a new chapter in my life and I want to pursue this and see where it takes me. So what else outside of Bentley pontoons are you modeling for? I know you mentioned Budweiser. Is there anything oh, else? Oh, yeah, I'm the Budweiser girl. Um, Gold Motors. Are Gold you still with them? Gold Motors is huge. And, you know, I was talking about Gold Motors. I just got me a, a nice Chevy that uh, <laughs> I've been wanting for a long time. And so Gold Motors is sponsoring me, and they're going to fix it all up for me. I cannot wait. And um, It already looks very nice. I can't, I can't imagine. Yeah, it's, yeah, I'm sitting out front of the house. I can't imagine yes. what they're going to do to make it look better. I it cannot looks wait. Great. It's going to be pretty <laughs> Pretty nice. I can't wait. So, you know, their sponsor means that they're going to fix it all up. And um, I've been their model for years. It's on their billboard and everything. And so this truck is going to be in my music video. The first song that um, comes out is a real spunky song with a little bit of attitude. So we had to have, you know, they were talking about the creative team was talking about putting a really awesome car truck in the video i was like wait a minute y'all i just got me a truck can we just use my truck please yeah <laughs> and so uh i got them to agree to use the truck so yes gold motors is going to sponsor me and just make it 
country Barbie. It's going to be definitely with bucks. And I told myself it has to have um, hunting and fishing, like hunting, fishing, loving every day on the back of that window. I said, if I ever got a truck, I wanted a decal that said hunting, fishing, loving every day, you know? Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. But there's a lot of companies, outdoors companies. And I mean, there's talks of a show on outdoors channel and stuff. So there's a lot of stuff going on and a lot of doors opening, but yeah, I do model for different outdoors companies, um, fishing companies and bathing suit companies. Just, there's just like a bunch that, um, you know, like I, I was hired to do. So I'm excited about everything. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I've seen um, a few of your posts on Instagram where you're in the hunting outfits and you've always got somebody's like brand that you're advertising oh, and stuff know, like that. Know, the coolest thing about all this is like, you know, um, you get sent all this stuff for free. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie. That is the coolest thing. For a while there, I was getting like a free pair of boots every other month. So like I could pick any kind of cowboy boots that I wanted and um, a certain company would send it in. And I mean, t-shirts and hats galore. And, you know, it's just like, this is crazy that, you know, people will just give you things to wear. Yeah. They're just yeah. sending you free stuff, you know, take like, a picture and put it on the internet. Yeah. I'm like, man, every time I go to my PO box, I'm like, score. <laughs> yeah. That's great. It's like, I, I couldn't imagine like the surrealness of that. Somebody be like, Hey, we want you to wear our stuff. Just we'll send it to you for free. Like, I'm just like the what? thought behind Are you that. Kidding yeah. Me? And then my kids love it. Cause like once I wear it, like, get the use out of it and like can i have it now so i like <laughs> i pass all this stuff down to my kids and um my oldest daughter oh my gosh she like raids my closet i mean i'm telling I'm like you got to stop every time i go in my closet she's got <laughs> all my boots out my big belt buckle belts and so i'm just like you got to give me my stuff back like <laughs> she thinks it's like a a shopping center in my closet it is not <laughs> the mall of mom. Yeah, I'm like, you are not at the mall. Put my stuff back. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, this is uh, it's so much fun. I, the coolest thing though is like I'm starting to get fan mail in my PO box. Yeah, and it's like, oh my gosh, like, like this is crazy to have. Like, I have to frame my first piece of fan mail because that was the coolest thing yeah. to get. Yeah. You know, and um. You know, when start, people start asking just in, you know, for autographs and stuff, I'm like, this is just nuts. You know, I'm a small town girl, you know, uh, and I mean, it's really cool to have the background that I do, but have attracted the attention of people all over the United States and the world. Yeah. It's, 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 I'll go on live sometimes on Instagram and it's like, oh my gosh, this person's from Australia. This person's from uh brazil i mean this is not you know like that'd be wild i no, couldn't imagine weird. that I'm yeah like, are you joking because they'll say hey from brazil hey from you know wherever i'm just like you lot you're lying you know <laughs> yeah there's no way you're from there's there no <laughs> but they really are and she's like but um but i will get letters and things from all over the world in the united states just saying thank you for you know being who you are i'm like that's so cool yeah. but it's because i stay true to myself and i stay true to my morals and you know, what I feel like is right for me. You know? Yeah, it's because you, you're a great person. Well, thank you. Yeah. I appreciate <laughs> you're that. welcome. Not in the morning. <laughs> Not in the morning. Hey, I'm I like have, I'm like that. I, I, need, I have to have my Starbucks. <laughs> I need that about. Is not a plug. I'm not plugging Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> there is a battle in our house between Starbucks and Dunkin' Donuts, though. Oh my gosh, there's a oh, huge battle. We've <laughs> so, we've done an episode on that before. Actually. Oh, have we, you? we did. I'm yeah, yeah. Because yep. I'm not gonna lie, I really like some Dunkin' Donuts. Like I really <laughs> like Dunkin' Donuts, and then like the coffee though. I always get a tall soy latte from um, Starbucks because it's like 
low in calories and everything. It's like perfect for my lifestyle. Yeah. But you don't, you're not going to find anything like that at Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, would, I definitely agree. I think Dunkin's a lot more of like flavor, like oh, it is. And sugar and stuff like that. So much other stuff that's actually thrown yeah. into the coffee. Yeah. So kind of this is what I do when I'm preparing for a photo shoot. It's Starbucks. When I'm not, it's Dunkin'. <laughs> you can actually splurge on yeah. the coffee now. <laughs> so like when I know, I was like, oh, I'm just going in the studio to record. I think I'm going to swing by Dunkin' Donuts yeah. because I don't have to wear a bikini. Yeah. <laughs> Understandable. Yeah. I think we, we yeah, we talked about it a little bit. It seems your, like your morning fix is the name of the episode. Yeah, the morning fix. But I think like, it seems breakdown. like Dunkin' Donuts is a lot more popular like people from like the Northeast area, like yeah. the United States. Yeah. 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 But in Nashville, there's a Starbucks like on every corner. Really? I've seen oh, one Dunkin' Donuts. Like I've seen one Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> but yeah, there's like a Starbucks every corner. So I've always heard on Nashville that some of the best musicians you can find like actually off of the main streets. Yes. Like if you go to now one of the, my favorite places in Tennessee is Franklin, Tennessee. There are so many um, wonderful and talented people. A lot of people like stars and stuff will move to Brentwood and Franklin out of the city. And so you have a lot of musicians there and singers. And if you go to these off the wall little um, venues and bars and things, you're going to hear some like major league awesome talent. Yeah. Like I always you heard, are. I always heard like Chris Stapleton started out like that. He wasn't actually on music row. He was performing like what they call like off music row. Yeah. He was so on some Chris Stapleton walls. was down there in Franklin. Okay. And so I sang in Franklin not too long ago and everybody's like, and I actually sang a Chris Stapleton song and somebody came like, you know, Chris Stapleton was like right down the road. That'd be so cool if he came in here. Like, <laughs> I wish. But, um, and the crazy thing is about Nashville is you never know who you're going to meet. Oh my gosh. It's nuts. Like I, you can be in Franklin. Franklin's like Mayberry town. It really is like, Yeah. back in the day. And, um, like, like, I think it was Sam Hunt or somebody was just walking down the street. It's just different country artists just walking around nobody bothers anybody or you you never, you just never know who you're talking to. So no one really ever likes, like if I saw Sam home, I, I would want to stop him and ask for a picture and stuff like that. You said that does, does, no, no one does that no, in Franklin. They just kind of just watch and they're just kind of like, like, Oh, oh hey. that's, Hunt, that's cool. That's so, they're so used to it. Yeah. Because, and especially with quarantine, everybody's just like walking around and they're not on tour and they're yeah. all out and about. So it's like really wild. But I had the wildest thing happen to me. I was walking down the streets of Franklin and I get a message on uh, Instagram. that says, I think I just saw you walking down Franklin. I have no idea who this person was. <laughs> and I was like, that's kind of scary. <laughs> that's <laughs> creeper status. Yeah. That's a little scary that somebody that I don't know on my Instagram recognized me walking down yeah. Franklin in Tennessee on the road. And I'm not even from here, you know? So then I was like, I need to be a little bit careful. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like I'm gonna respond like, to this when I get out of Franklin. Like, like yeah, yeah, I was there. Weird, you <laughs> yeah. know, but I mean, uh, so I, you know, I have my CWP. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do. I'm always like protected, you know. Um, but you have to be careful nowadays. Like I, you know, I, I you used to not be like that for me, and but especially people like more like a spotlight, like you, like just people have like weird things about people that like they look up to, and you never know. It's, so like I understand why you carry that's I do especially yeah. when you get messages like that. I think I see you walking down the street right now. Like, <laughs> oh okay. That was not the correct opening line, my friend. <laughs> no. I, did, you know, I was at the Waffle House not too long ago, and this guy was the sweetest thing ever. So I'm so glad sometimes when people do come up to me, he came up and he was like, I want to introduce you to my daughter, and you just um are such a role model for her, and we just love you to death. And thank you so much. I and mean, that right there was just the coolest thing to meet his daughter and you know, yeah. I, I love that, you know, when fans come up and do stuff like that, it means a lot to me because 
you know, you're making a difference because, you know, if you're not making a difference, what are you using your life for? Yeah, it's yeah. Very, very empowering is what yeah. I would say. Like, you we, know, a boost of self-confidence. We all have a purpose. And, yeah. We just have to find it. And you know, I'm not going to waste my life when life is short with not trying to make a difference. Like, so what if I went out and put out some music, but I did nothing with it? Like, we have to use our talents to make a difference in this world, especially with everything going on. Yes. So yeah. I take my platform and I use that to try to reach people and children, um, you know, young girls who, like I said, need to know that it's going to be okay. You know, just because you may be different, feel different, look different. You're still going to be okay. You're still beautiful. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And um, so I do like that part about when I get those messages, that makes it worth it. You know? Yeah. There's definitely a fine line between the empowering approach to her and the creepy Instagram status though. There's, there's yeah. a fine yeah, line. Yeah. Hey, I see you. Oh man. So, so where did you um you grow up, if you don't mind me asking? I grew up in West Columbia. Okay, so you're from right here. Okay. Yeah, and then my um, like I said, on the weekends I would go to Leesville. You know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's where my grandfather lived and all my uncles, and that's my mom's side of the family. And we would go there. And this is the coolest thing: my grandfather played the guitar, and all my uncles would sing and play guitar. Some played the harmonica. They played everything. They were we all were like musically talented there, and um, my grandfather would always he would kill rattlesnakes because he was really outdoors kind of person too. Yeah. He would kill these rattlesnakes and put the rattles in his guitar and he would sit in the kitchen and play the guitar and shake it. So it had percussion within the. That's the crazy. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, and I would listen to like Hank Williams, all these like old country artists. And that, I think that is why I, my music is going to be authentic country. It's not really pop country. It's definitely authentic. And I think it's because of his influence on me. And then my uncles would, oh my gosh, they could sing and play. I've never, um, one of my uncles, like, they never had lessons at all. No guitar, no, nothing. They played everything by ear. And I mean, the piano, the guitar, the bass, everything. And it was all by ear. That's talent right yeah. there. That's and, not um, like, I mean, they crap. were even, I think one of them was asked to tour with James Brown. Like, very, very wow. talented. Yeah, they were yeah. very talented. So, um, I think this is just carried on from generation. And I definitely got this music from, you know, from them definitely in the countryside of it because they, they were definitely country. Has the music bug been passed down to your daughters? Are they showing any like interest in it or, you know, my daughters love um, competitive cheerleading and um, competitive gymnastics. So that's where their heart okay. is. That's, that's where their focus is. They right love now. to sing and stuff, but um, that's not their passion. They're very athletic. But I think I blame it on myself too a little bit because I am a personal trainer and they saw me, you know, really being in that field and helping people train and stuff. And they got that bug from watching all that. And then they became in the competitive cheerleading and gymnastics. So, um, but I mean, I love watching them do that i love cheerleading i was a cheerleader too so <laughs> and i always if i would have been flexible i probably wouldn't gym, been a gymnast but i was not at all so <laughs> she can have that one she's very flexible <laughs> that's awesome um like you said classical music like with classical country kind of more like yeah old like school stuff. you know like dolly Parton that's yeah and Wayne i kind of like i like how you see like um it's actually coming on the rise, like with Tyler Childers and all these other oh guys gosh, bringing more, more of that bluegrass back into it the mainstream. Is. It definitely yeah. is. Um, I think everything has a season in country music and you go pop and then, then the authentic will come back around and the pop country will come back around. It just, it really has yeah. a season there, but I've noticed a lot more authentic type country like Carly Pierce is coming out and I love her stuff and Luke Combs and everything. They have more of that 
authentic. Chris Stapleton is my favorite. Just absolutely favorite. Oh, that, was, that was me my next question. Who's your uh, top he's artist? Yeah. my <laughs> top artist because he has like this blues and a bluesy country sound, but he has, he can tell a story through a song. Like you can feel it. Yeah. I mean, you have goosebumps when, and the coolest thing is the producer that is producing all my music just, he did Chris Stapleton. It was just a number one hit for Chris Stapleton and Pink. They did a collaboration together. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he recorded that. And it's just like, oh, my gosh, to be in the same studio where Chris Stapleton sang and Pink. You know, it's just like, wow, this is nuts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, it, it's awesome. But I would love to meet. I would love to meet Dolly Parton definitely one day. Chris Stapleton. <laughs> Blake Shelton. I love Blake Shelton, too. So Okay. Um, to me, it's crazy. Like, Chris Stapleton can go to, like, doing these like very like jazzy kind of bluegrass songs to collaborating with Justin Timberlake to then oh, pink. It's and it's just like, how was he able to like, I don't know. He, he just seems so versatile. It just blew my mind. I think mo this is what really most singers can sing anything. They can sing pop yeah. country. I mean, not rap, but they can do anything. <laughs> yeah. But there is a place where their voice sounds better. Yeah. And when you find where you're supposed to be, like I sang, pop for a long time and uh, when I was younger and um, Broadway and all those things I could sing all those things which really matures your voice and makes you a seasoned singer but then you find where your voice really where it's effortless you know where it's effortless when you're in yeah you find yeah. where you feel it and um, where it just feels right and for me that was country but I think all, most artists can sing anything but you know where their voice should be like where it sounds the best. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, I think that's why Justin like collaborates with so many people, which I think is awesome, but usually you can sing anything. He probably could tear up some country. Too. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> like you'd be surprised. And a lot of these pop artists are now collaborating with country artists. Like Nelly just did something with Jimmy and you know, it's just yeah. different. It's crazy how things are really opening up like country. Um, really is becoming a big thing all over where it used to just be kind of settled into Nashville and stuff. But now it's really reaching other platforms. To me, the yeah. craziest part is hearing like people like Toby Keith and these other artists like have been major European tours. And like to oh, me, that's mind boggling that it's all yeah. the way over there and that they have that large of a fan base. They can do a multi-city tour over there. It's well, now they're doing like world tours. Yeah, it's these wild. These artists are doing world tours because they're huge over there in Amsterdam and stuff like this. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> So what um what can you tell us about your upcoming album? I will say um I can't say much, but my first single that will be released is called Love It or Leave It. Well, Love It, Leave It is what it's called. And I just absolutely love this song so much. I feel like I have said this before in relationships. So when I heard it, I was like, oh gosh, this is the one to come out first. Um it, like I said, it's very spunky. So I'm sure in this music video, I'll be tearing out in a truck and everything. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> It's definitely going to be like that country, spunky, strong girl feel to it. Empowering type of song. So when you say that, I can only think of like Miranda Lambert, Pistol exactly. Annie's like, is that it kind of like that? Exactly. Okay. I, mean, I was going yeah, to compare it to anything, it would definitely be Miranda Lambert. Okay. So that definitely is the sound too. That is, that's, that will be my sounds. The second, um, um, the second song that's going to be released is actually one of my favorite songs, but they're waiting to release that one later. It's called Just Be You, and um, it is a power song. It's going to be, I guess, um, you know, more that 
Martina McBride powerhouse type song, but um, it really is for like I was talking about girls. It's a, it's a mom talking to her children, and she's just saying, "Just be you, honey. You know, don't be in such a rush to grow up. Just be who you are and be happy." You know, the way God made you. I think it's really powerful. You know, I let I did let my mom hear, it and she cried like a baby. So, <laughs> I, and my children have heard it, and they're like, "Oh my God, mom, it's like the greatest thing." And yeah, so I'm really excited about that second release. But you know when. And, you know, when you're promoting an artist for the first time and um, you're trying to get on the scene, you usually come out with something spunky. You know that. Yeah. You, know, you got to come yeah. in like. You got to grab attention you somehow. You got to come in and like Shania Twain did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> be like, man, I feel like a woman. You know what I mean? You got to like, come in swinging pretty much. Come, so I'm coming in swinging. So <laughs> yeah. <I'm just> saying, <laughs> That's awesome. I'm swinging, driving in my truck. <laughs> so I'm really excited. But, yeah, that will be hopefully they their estimation is in the september so much goes into it you know like i said with music videos and photo shoots and a big team of people to get you out there that you know sometimes that gets a little delayed but i'm i'm hoping for yeah. in the september that's what they say have y'all started the music videos yet oh it's coming in a couple of weeks so. coming in a couple of weeks yeah. and i'm getting nervous like i really I, <laughs> I don't you know i do get nervous i stay nervous about everything because i'm a perfectionist and so i just want to be right when I do anything, yeah. I say if I can't give it a hundred percent, I'm not going to do it mm -hmm. at all. Like it has to be a hundred percent. And so like, uh, like I said, I was in that meeting yesterday, this conference call and you know, I got the stylist talking and the, Oh my gosh, photographer and talking about locations and stuff. And I'm just sitting here like overwhelmed. Like, am I dreaming this right now? Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> um, I need to walk away and come back because I just like, my brain was everywhere. It's very intimidating, very scary when, um, like I do, I just feel like a small town girl kind of being thrown into this, uh, huge sea of su successful people who do intimidate me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm, but yeah. it's awesome to be around, but it's just like, you almost don't feel worthy to even be <laughs> yeah. in their presence. You know what I mean? So you want to make sure I'm like, Oh my God, I'll make sure my voice is right. My look is right. My feeling good. I need to go take some vitamins. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I just want to be right. But yes, that music video is definitely coming. They've already filmed um, one behind the scenes already, which I'm looking forward to that. It was in the studio and everything. So that'll be, that will come out before the music video, but that, but yes, we'll be working soon. And the music video location is really cool. I saw it yesterday at some um, place where you, of course, with creeks and dirt roads and barns. And like you said, Miranda Lambert, that's what it yeah. is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I was, they were laughing at me because like, um, how big is the property? Can I bring my target in my compound bow? Cause I need to practice. <laughs> 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 like, did you seriously just ask us if you could bring your bow to practice? <laughs> like, listen, it is hunting season. Yeah. And I'm like working on this compound bow right now. So I don't want to go a couple of days without <laughs> doing it. So I'm like, yes, I'm bringing my archery. That's <laughs> like, in between dates, I'm going to be slinging arrows. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> That's awesome. That's so funny. So I think a lot of people are like, we don't know what to do with her. She's she's so redneck, but you know, she's oh my gosh. Definitely I'm definitely a redneck. They're like she goes from pulling a forty five pound catfish with her hand, you know, noodling. Yeah. To singing on stage and rhinestones and sequins the next day. And it really was like it was just like that. The next day I was on stage singing in rhinestones and sequins and the day before i was in mud pulling a 45 pound catfish <laughs> out of a hole that's why they call me country barry yeah, <laughs> the namesake is there yeah it is i earned that <laughs> how does the um the science work with like your album like you said you're releasing two singles is it just yeah, two they, well for right now it's two and then okay. we'll start adding on 
what it is. Those are the ones we've done so far, and then they'll start adding them. Okay. Like, what they do is they see how you do and everything, and um, that's just how it works. Usually, people release one single, and then about two months later, they'll release the next single, and it does well. Then you release an album. You know, okay. You first start in the business. So. How about for your ideas? Like, do you have a specific number of songs you want to try and put on an album, or like um, a specific? Well, you're really under the direction of other people, and yeah. you kind of um, listen. You know this is they've been around this business a lot longer than i have so i kind of just sit back and listen yeah <laughs> like okay what do you think you know i'm just gonna take um your creative criticism is what i call it or yeah. what we should and what we shouldn't do what we shouldn't do and i go from there but there will definitely be more music that comes out so hopefully this will do really well i hope so Okay, when like you said you're a little bit of you said you're a perfectionist not a little bit of one but oh, so were you ever like in the studio like <clears throat> trying to like oh i think we should like try to yes. do that one more time and the producer's like trust me we've <laughs> got like, this we've got this <laughs> good grief like, it sounds great rebecca i'm not gonna let you sing it anymore i mean you just tore it up here that's what he said he was like it sounds like you were just in the stadium singing to hundreds of thousands of people it was good like stop we're not doing it anymore you know but um it's really hard to listen to yourself sing i mean have you ever heard like listen to yourself talk I hate listening to my voice. When I listen back at this, I'm going to hate it because I have such a bad Southern accent. It's like, oh, my God. But when you sing, it's the same way. Like, imagine yeah. hearing yourself sing. You're like, oh, I don't like that. Let me do it. But yeah. somebody else, you know, he's like, I have worked with Chris Stapleton. Chris Stapleton. Like, I know what I'm doing, Rebecca. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> like, it sounds good. You're good. He's like, I'm not even going to let you listen to it. Just sing it. And then when it's done, you'll hear it. That's it. <laughs> and that was really hard for me. Like, whoa, to walk out of a studio and you hear yourself singing, but you don't you don't hear a playback. Yeah. What it sound like. But then you have to wait weeks to hear that playback. And you're just like, I swear, I felt like for two weeks I had anxiety attacks. So I was just thinking, God, how did I sound? Did I sound too country? Did I, did I even pronounce that vowel right? Or, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not only it was funny, though, that there was this uh, – in my song, there's one place where I said violin, and he's like, "You got to say the O, Rebecca. I know you're from South Carolina, but you got to say violin." <laughs> like, violin, what? <laughs> so it's really cool. Like you know, they will, you know, they're there, they're listening, they're their yeah. their ear that you can't be, and they they will hear certain things and say, "You know what? You need to tweak that a little bit." You know, nobody knows what you're saying. I know everybody in the South knows what you're saying when you say violin, but that's not how it's said. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so that was so funny. Um, it's like, gosh, I can't. I'm just redneck. I can't help it. It's like, <laughs> I blame that on my brother. Yeah. <laughs> Your brother, okay. Yeah, on my brother. He's definitely a redneck as they come. <laughs> so I know you said you've been doing some songwriting during quarantine. Oh, yeah. Have you, you already got ideas for a couple of the future songs? Or? Well, actually, there is a song that I – um, wrote with another artist and lo and behold he just called me the other day and said they are recording that song for oh. a, yeah with one of the biggest producers in Nashville who just had like two number one hits I was just like you have got to be kidding me and it was a song that we wrote just us two during quarantine over Skype like it was crazy <laughs> and now one of the biggest producers in Nashville recording it for his album and like that is just to me, that even means more to me than singing something myself because to see something you've created and written with somebody else, you know, see them perform it and now they're going to record it to be on the radio probably. It's just like, wow, this 
that meant so much to me. Yeah. Yeah. That's got to, that's got to feel really awesome. Yeah, it was. And like I said, and literally I said, was in my pajamas sitting on the floor (laughs) 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 during quarantine and my kids were running back and forth and they were talking to the other songwriter, you know, and they're like, Hey, how are you mom? I got to get pizza. Blah blah. blah. (laughs) But we're, I'm sitting there right. And and now this song is being recorded by like the biggest producer, you know, it's like, your whole adventure just seems so surreal. Everything, yeah. Very yeah. Surreal. Very I don't know how you do it. I couldn't handle all of that. I'd get, I would get too caught up and overwhelmed, and be like, "Okay, oh, I need no, to step no. back." Like, I am so overwhelmed, <laughs> like all the time. I really am, and I have to just like sit down. And I will honestly, I will sit down and listen to like preaching or um, <laughs> listening to just something to like get out of the neg because you can get really negative. I think your brain plays a lot of tricks on you. Oh mentally. yeah. Because for one week you'll be like, "Oh my god, that music sounded great." And the next week you're like, oh, I don't like it anymore. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's yeah. just you, you mentally beat yourself to death. And so if you don't have, um, like I say, the positivity really from like a higher power, which is God for me, just to keep me grounded and not negative and just believing into believing in myself. And so if I can put on some gospel music or listen to some preaching, I will snap out of it. But I do that often. Like I really have to because um, – when you have people pulling you one in one direction, the other direction, you know, you know, because I do so many things, a model, a hunt, you know, and you got. And you're a mom, by the way. And a mom. <laughs> yeah. And a personal trainer and a singer. Yeah. And, and your life is pulling you all over the place. Like you're going to, you're definitely going to be overwhelmed from time to time. Yeah. I'm kind of surprised. Uh, like you're just sitting here right now. I don't have to like run off and go do like one of your many other talents. Well, like it's unreal. <laughs> like I, I couldn't handle doing all of that. No, no way. And then, you know, I still take my kids to school every day. I still pick them up from school every day. And I make sure I like, I want that and they're going to have that. I'm not yeah. going to give that to anybody else. Like, because when they look back on this later on, they'll be like, you know what? Mom definitely went the extra mile to make sure she was the one that was there for us, even though she's trying to sing and, uh, the minute they get out of the car, I'm on an interview or doing something and I'm still like working in the car when I'm picking up the school, you know, waiting on them and they get in the car and I'm like, what do you did? I just did a podcast for somebody about sitting in the parking lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I make sure like, they're, I want them just to be happy and experience. I want them to have a normal life too. So yeah. you know? is hunting and fishing kind of a relaxing thing for you? It's like oh, a step away. Gosh. Yes. Because yeah. when I go hunting, I put my phone down. Yeah. And that's the only, t- you know, like it's down. Yeah. No calls, no nothing. It's a complete disconnect. A disconnect from the world. Yeah. Everything, the phone goes down and, and that's for hours. And I'm just sitting there and I usually, you know, reflect on my week. I pray and just wait for a deer to come out. Like to me, it's more of just a place of relaxation and peace and, um, and then if I can feed my family too with what I'm going to shoot, then that's even great too. But yeah. really it's just, a, my brother goes with me when I go hunting all the time and he'll sit in the opposite stand and it's just kind of cool. Cause we both kind of get to disconnect from the world and we have fun and we get to laugh and cut up yeah. and, um, it's just our time. And that's like that, that time, just me and my brother is like extremely special to me. Definitely special. Oh yeah. So, yeah. um, yeah. So hunting and fishing, that is my time for just to reflect honestly what's your uh what's your trophy buck what's your number one on the list okay well um i'm going to louisiana this year so i'm about to get me a big one (laughs) (laughs) so the crazy thing is is i have never hunted out of south carolina before so i've only got like a big eight point four so yeah it is time so i am trying to step the game you gotta get it it up there yeah (laughs) uh, i'm gonna get me a big one so 
you know, Whitetail Heaven in Kentucky also. I was like, Kentucky we, grows some big uh, ones too. Yeah, so that was so well, that's what I was there for in Whitetail. Yeah, and we um, went around and looked at the stands and things like that. And so I'll probably be hunting there too. So my gosh, I, that would be amazing. The tines are so tall and thick on those deer. It's totally different than our deer here in South Carolina. So the funny thing is that they were saying, um, you know when you go to shoot it, it has to be 150 inches and I spread. And I'm like, dude, somebody's gonna have to sit with me because I'm gonna tell you, I'm used to like smaller yeah. deer. And if something with a, like even a 50 inch spread, I'm going to want to shoot it. So yeah. <laughs> you're going to have to come out here and tell me, okay, get the tape measure out. That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, how am I supposed to know 150 inches? That's massive. Yeah. That's a big deer. <laughs> like, Especially yeah. coming from South Carolina, you're going to see anything bigger than what we have here. And you're going to be like, Oh, that's 150. Yeah, so you're just like, going to get the 150 yeah. right yeah. there. <laughs> then they're like, you owe me $1,500. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. you just shot that. So no, like, I like it. Somebody's going to have to definitely sit with me because <laughs> I would probably shoot like an eight point. <laughs> yeah. I would, I would get so excited and have like buck fever. I would oh, be like, no, yeah, like, you know, and I'm, I probably would get buck fever, be shaking like crazy. I'm going to take a deep breath. But, you know, I train with firearms, like, weekly pretty much with this guy um, from Kilo Shooting Range. Like, yeah. he trains me, so I'm, like, sniper material right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then I also get trained with archery and all that, too. So, I just, I try to, that's fun for me also. So, um, I don't like. The worst feeling in the world is if you wound deer or something. I never want to be like in that situation. Yeah, I've, I've been in that situation before, and you feel so I bad about yourself. Other people yeah, in that situation is absolutely heartbreaking. And um, you know, we do this to feed our families. That's why I have not been trophy hunting. Really. Yeah, this was just primarily to feed the girls or families. And my brother actually processes it, so we don't even take it anywhere. We clean it, process it, and that's it. Don't even take it anywhere. So. Um, yeah, so I make sure that right before hunting season, I'm on. Like, I know I'm going to be on. And, yeah. Because I, I couldn't live with that. I just, whew, that Yeah, I made, I'm, I one time made, like, a young, dumb decision, forced a shot, and like you said, it kind of wounded it. And then I was like, mental note, never doing that again. I would rather miss it completely. Yeah. yeah. I would rather miss it completely than wound it because that is – that will haunt you for months. Oh yeah. And I mean, just seeing somebody else do it. And yeah. You got to go out there. You're like, Oh my gosh. You know, like I, I can't handle that at all. So if, if I'm not hitting that bullseye on that target, I don't want them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was thinking your luck would be, you'd go out and shoot like 141 inch spread. Oh, yeah, yeah mine would be short. Yeah. <laughs> it's 149 inches, and you owe me $1,500. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, oh, man. Come on. <laughs> what? Should yeah. stretch it? Try and force him to stretch it. I'm going to yeah. stretch him a little bit. Like, yeah. I think your measure tape's wrong. Like, yeah. it's, it's off. <laughs> Let me stretch his antlers over. Yeah. <laughs> Do you enjoy any other hunting outside of deer hunting? I mean, like rabbit or anything like that? Well, uh, you know, we, we rabbit hunt, squirrel hunt. That's fun. But yeah. I really just, my thing is whitetail hunting. Um, this year I'll get into boar hunting. Now, gator hunting, I love. Oh, now, now wow. gator hunting Hold is on. huge. Yeah. <laughs> Sad thing is this year I probably won't. I do gator hunt every year, but because of everything going on, I probably won't be able to gator hunt this year. Um, God, that, and that's just killing me. But, I, you know, last year I almost got killed by a gator. What? What? Um, no, we didn't know that. <laughs> uh, so, uh, I go out with my friend, this guy named Buck, and um, we usually take, like, tag holders out there. It'll be, like, him, yeah. him me, and his brother or um, another one of his friends. And I, I'm the one that holds a rope and helps pull the gator in. Well, I've done this so many times. And now, they, you know, there's what they do is when you – hook them and pull them up they start doing the death roll so they're taking that 
they're going to take that uh, boat all over in circles and stuff. It's I mean, it's crazy. It's like the most adrenaline rush you'll ever get in your life. And um, <laughs> I hear the dog. Yeah, the dog's going crazy down <laughs> there. There's a dog yeah. down there. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, it will turn the boat around. Stuff. I mean, it's like the adrenaline's crazy scary. But I've done this many, many times before, but that's why you never know what can happen in a split second. Something yeah. bad can happen. Um, we were in the low country and the water had dropped a lot. Uh, and literally I would say it was only like two feet, three feet deep, not even. And, um, so we caught that gator and the gator was coming up and I was pulling up with a rope and I was right in the front with that rope and I was pulling as hard as I could. And it pushed off the bottom of the bank because it was only two feet. And yeah. so it came right at me. And I could see its tonsils. Like, the whole, like, the head was right at my head, and its jaws were about to come down. And thank goodness my friend Buck pushed me out of the way. But when he did, it came and bit the boat down. So we have the marks on the boat where my head would have been. And it was, wow. it took so much force for him to push me out of the way. Because, you know, I'm holding on to this rope for dear life. Yeah. Because I'm trying not to go in the water with it. So for him to push me out, he had to, like, physically like for like really so i was covered in bruises the next day but the trauma from it i was just sitting there like oh my gosh like i almost died like literally he would have grabbed me and pulled me i would have been dead wow like, that's I, like, crazy so yeah i saw his tonsils and like we he still has the bite marks on the boat just to say look that's what happened to rebecca <laughs> <laughs> there's a bite marks <laughs> that's wild crazy thing is the next day i don't know, it was a bad week the next day he took some guy out and he shot a hole in the boat trying to shoot the game oh, wow <laughs> was, like, i was like what is going on it was just a crazy day crazy that's a crazy week for that guy and that's I a bad week in that water off the boat before that was the same day before i almost got ate by the gator I fell in the water right where we were hunting the gator and I'm screaming. Somebody get me out of the water. Yeah. I mean, it was, I was like, I don't know. Somebody's got a voodoo doll of me. Yeah. In house, but would you stop? Yeah. I'm gonna live today. Yeah. That was but a bad I day. Yeah. I mean, to fall in the water too. Like, Oh my gosh, I'm going to die today. Like <laughs> I've seen my maker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But never... that, that, um, certain gator was 12, over 12 foot long. I have a picture of wow. it. Wow. <laughs> yeah, just so you know. So y'all did end up getting the gator, though. Yeah, we got okay. the gator. I'm sitting in the back of the truck with it, laid out with it, just to show you how long that gator <laughs> is. It was like, the, the whole tail is hanging out the back of the truck. That's how long. That is crazy. Uh, the gator was, yeah, it was crazy. It's like 12 foot. It's nuts. Well, you got any more questions for her? No, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I, I love alligator. I've never, have you gone gator hunt before? I've never I mean, been gone gator hunt, but I've had gator to eat before. I was oh, about to say, you uh, like gator bites? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gator yeah. bites are great. They're yes. so good. Yes. So good. But They're no, delicious. I'm good. I'm good. Thank you so much oh, for sitting I'm down so with glad. us. This yeah. Awesome. Y'all are, you you're so, so busy. Like, and now, like, it puts into perspective, like, how difficult it was for you to make time. So I'm so Did much it grateful. Are you out just hearing me? Cause yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you do it. Because <laughs> I'm a little worn out just talking about I'd it. I'd be exhausted. <laughs> but yeah, we're we're so grateful you came out here. Thank you. Yeah, it's um, me, like I said. it's great to hear that you've got so many things going for you too, though. Like, yeah. That's gonna be exciting. We're gonna we're looking forward to hearing your music and seeing the music I'm videos. Excited. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll definitely have to keep following the story. Oh so. please, yeah. Oh yeah, we're yeah. definitely gonna be There's following along. More chapters of the story, y'all. <laughs> it's not done yet. Yeah. It's not done yet. But yeah, thank you. Um, I think it was a fun episode. Thank you so much for coming thank out. Thank you.